Hey there. Hi. How y'all doing today tonight anyway? Because it's 7 o'clock. 7.34 over here. On December 21st. I think today's the 21st. Yeah, today's the 21st. How y'all doing? Man. Well, my days have been slightly long. But you know, I'm not even mad at that. <laughs> you know, today, as we get into this word, God gave me such a good word for y'all today. And he made me study it. And he gave me like pieces at a time so I could really study the word. Right? So we're talking about deny yourself. You know we don't know how to do that. Whatever whatever self asks for, we're going to go get it. Self asks for chocolate, we're going to go get chocolate. Self asks for a new man, we're going to go get us a new man. I mean, just <laughs> self ask for ice cream and you know you got diabetes, you're going to go get ice cream no matter what that kind of diabetes you got, type 1 or type 2. We got to be able to deny ourselves. If we are not able to deny ourselves, then we're not going to be able, we're not going to be fit for the kingdom of God. Okay, let me listen to this, right? Luke 9 and 23 says, because that's what our, where our text is coming from today. It says, and he said to all of them, if any will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Right? So that's Christ talking to the disciples and talking to um, the multitude of people that follow behind him. Right? I got to excuse me. I'm not going to. Try to do my nails at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to focus. Excuse me. Okay. So, when I first chose to be a follower of Christ, right? When I first chose to come back and actually serve him for real, I knew there were going to be some things that I was going to have to remove from out of my life. Right? Because, well, this, this is not my first time following Christ, right? This is actually my third attempt to follow Christ. That's why people say God will give you chance after chance. This is my third attempt to follow Christ and follow him in a genuine way. So, I made up in my mind, 2019, the end of 2019, that I was going to go all in. And I was going to serve God. But at that time, I was still smoking. I was still drinking. So, my sister's birthday in January of 2020, of 2020, I decided that I was not going to drink anymore because it was messing up my pancreas. See, God will cause things to happen in your life so you can get rid of some things, okay? So, he caused me to have 
uh, acute pancreatitis because I drink so much. Well, I cause myself pretty much to have a acute pancreatitis because I decided I wanted to drink more than I wanted to. I wanted to drink beer more than I wanted to drink water, right? Yeah, see, look how God can clean you up because you would never think that I was uh, all day, all night beer drinker, like all day long. I'm trying to find a beer all day long. I'm trying to see if I can get a dollar from somebody so they can buy me something to drink. Like, you'll never look at me and, and see that. You will see, oh, okay, well, you know, she done had a few struggles in her life, but I'm not exactly sure what they are. You know what I'm saying? But God, with God's grace and his glory, he was able to get me out of the things that, were not of him by showing me what was not of him there's like a unction you get in your your spirit it's like a pressing you get in your spirit to want to that longs to do right for christ right so what i chose to do was follow him with all my heart and with me doing them thing with me doing that i started removing things and he started replacing them Okay, for a prime example, with with marijuana, cigarettes, I stopped marijuana and cigarettes at the same time. Like, cold turkey, I'm not, I, I can't, I don't want to do it no more. Now, I did other drugs at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I was popping pills, I did cocaine, so like, I was doing a lot of drugs to mask insecurities I had, to mask, um... The pain of losing my mother, um, my father not caring, not being around as much, you know. So, I was masking a lot of hurt. Um, even though I had a great man on the side of me, rooting me on, it just wasn't enough, okay? So, with all of that being said, there were things I just had to give up. Okay, and them were them things, and then God replaced them with other things. Like, um, I started to make hats. I started to bedazzle hats. Right, I get the, I go to Family Dollar and get these cute little hats, and I just bedazzle them. Right, I started in my Bible more. I start reading and actually searching the scriptures. I start walking to the place where y'all y'all know my secret place in, in God. I start walking there and I had to be there every day. Um, I slacked off, right? And then God told me something. God said, Church of Ephesus, I think, Ephesus. Church of Ephesus. I'm like, Church of Ephesus. So I, I know... I know where to look for that in the Bible, right? So I go to Revelations 2, right? And I'm looking through Revelations. And I'm like, let me go to it real quick. And I'm like, God, what is Church of Ephesus? What what does that have to, Ephesus, what is that? Like, what does that have to do with me? And it's the very first church Christ speaks to when he is saying that I have an all against you like you have done so many things great 
right? How you don't like lying apostles and you don't like sin and you don't like, you know, you don't like being around foolishness, right? And then it, it he says, nevertheless, I have something against you because you have left your first love. And I'm like, I left my first love. Yes. Searching after Christ. Coming after me with all of your heart. Getting up in the morning and searching after me. You left that. Where you have to come back to that. So as we get as we walk into Christ, as we get deeper into Christ, we cannot fall off from the first thing that made us love God. If fasting was the first thing to make you love God, then keep on fasting. If praying was the first thing to make you love God, then keep on praying. If preaching was the first thing to make you love God, keep on preaching. Keep on doing your first love so he won't come and remove your candlestick. Okay, let's go back to the word. Now, sometimes it um sometimes it's things that we might not want to get rid of. Let me tell you something. I did not want to stop smoking. I don't care what nobody say. You can call me what you want, but I didn't want to stop smoking at all. Like that was my judge. That's that was my steep. But see, God had to literally take me back there. Like, I literally had to go back to see that wasn't what I was missing. You weren't missing anything. Right? You thinking you missing something, but you ain't missing nothing. Look, go back and see. Go back and see that the, that it's not greener on the other side like you think it is. So, he literally sent me back. And guess what? I found out it wasn't. I was stuck in the same cycle of doing the same thing over and over again, smoking, laughing with nobody's. Don't want they don't want nothing. In life, for life, of life, about life. They don't want none of that. They just want to see you down. They just want to see you down. That's it. They just want to see you fall. Right? So we got to make sure we protect ourselves. From people that just want to see us fall, want to see us falter, not want to see us do any kind of good. Okay? Look, look. Choosing life over death is not always easy. Because sometimes it can be a relationship with the people you love. An addiction. It might even be you. Like, it's some things you have to let go of. Your nasty attitude. Your perverted ways. God say, all, all of these things I can't just let in my kingdom. Or I, the people who I sent to hell before, before you about the same thing, I'll be a hypocrite. So he not going he just not going to let anything into the kingdom but holiness. And you know what makes us holy? Jesus makes us holy. Him coming down here staying holy, dying, being crucified and then resurrecting, right? That right there brings you like it it 
that is what brought you into the love of God. Like I told my live last a few weeks ago, it's like you trying to present yourself to God, but what you are doing, if you present yourself to God without Christ, is like giving filthy rags before him. It's like you do you taking a dump and you wiping your butt with the rags and trying to give it to God. Would you take that? Would you want that? No, God's not God doesn't want that either. He doesn't want just something that you have wiped your butt with and try to hand it to him. That's what you are. You're like filthy rags before him. But through Christ, he is the he's the he's the washing machine, he's the detergent, he's the fabric softener, he is the um scent beads. Baby, he is the um the spin cycle, the wash cycle, the rinse cycle. Baby, he's all of that. Because he cleans you all the way up and then drives you off, baby. Okay? Now, look, we know you like... Oh, okay, now, now check this out. We, we know you like being with... You as a man like being with another man. Or you as a woman like being with another woman. But we know that's not of God. But guess what? Neither is smoking. Neither is drinking. Neither is cussing. Neither is disobeying your mother. Neither is eating food that is not in the the will of God. So we can't just always just assume that people who are gay gonna bust hell wide open because there's many of people not just that that's gonna bust hell wide open okay how about being a drunk being out there in the street drunk all day every day when you get up you look for a drink when you go to bed you're looking for a drink that's what that was me and I loved God at the same time. But yet I was not right with him. Even though in my head I could have swore I was. But I wasn't. I was so far off the mark. I had missed it. Because I stopped reaching for it. There's going to be a lot of people. That won't make it in because they refuse to repent and to follow Christ for real. There's going to be a lot of people who stand before him on that day and say, well, God, you know, my heart. He going to look at you like, yeah, I knew your heart. It wasn't nothing. It was filthy. You tried to give me filthy rags and think I'm supposed to put my hands on it. I'm not taking that. You are not. You're not fit. He is. He said it's going to be people who say to him, haven't I cast out demons? Haven't I done marvelous works in your name? <laughs> yeah, you sure have. You done cast out demons. You done did all of that. And yet your work is in vain. Now, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but you're, you, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness, you workers of iniquity. 
because you chose iniquity over life. You chose iniquity over life. See, God says there is a probationary period where he gives every single man. Every single soul he gives a probation, a probationary period of where, okay, you're on probation for right now. See if you can get through this probationary period. We already know what probation is. We know if you mess up one time, it's back to jail for you. You get caught with a felon, with a felon, it's back to jail with you. You get caught with with um substances like in which you got charged with, then you is back to jail with you. And that's the same thing God is saying. Okay, let's go on. How do you know what God wants you to get rid of? More. The more you serve him, reading, praying, the more you, the more he will start convicting your spirit. I mean, as soon as you do it, he'll convict you for it. And that's how you know, okay, boom, this is something I got to get rid of. Right? We have to stop thinking that. Oh, I'm going to just go to this little party. I'm going to just go here and nothing going to happen. God going to convict that spirit which live on the inside of you. And guess what? Um, The Holy Spirit, he going to he gonna make sure he stay on his job because his job always going to be done. So he going to let you know, don't do that. Don't smoke that. Don't go there. Don't lay down with that man. He married. You married. Don't get no divorce. Stay together. Make this marriage work. We just got to be willing to listen to the Holy Spirit. What if I'm not strong enough to fight it? Mm. Now, that's a good question. What if I'm not strong enough to fight the temptations that I have? Well, God says, first of all, that a righteous man follows seven times and get back up all seven. The righteousness in the, is in the getting back up. The righteousness is not in the falling down, baby, because everybody falls. Okay? Everybody stumbles. Okay? But Jude tells us, baby, um, ooh, 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 where's that? Let me see if I can find it because I'm right on Jude. That's so funny. It's about to to him who is able to keep you from falling. And that's Jesus. It's talking about Jesus. Jesus being able to keep you from falling. If you keep, he said, if you keep your eyes on me, I will keep your heart. I will keep your heart in your I'm sorry. I'll keep your mind in perfect peace. So if we keep our mind steadily on him, if we keep our mind always on him, he going to keep us in perfect peace. We're not going to worry about the things of this world. We're not going to worry about the things of 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 the afterlife because we're going to already know our afterlife. Because guess what? We have done what he asked us to do because it's the hope in Jesus that make that gets us to make it in. If that makes any sense. Okay, let's go on. Oh, Acts 1. This is another thing. Acts 1 and 8 says, but you shall receive power 
after that, the Holy Ghost has came upon you. So, boom. How can you fight off these demons? Through the Holy Spirit. Because guess what? That is what gives you power. Power to fight against the enemy. Power to defeat the enemy. Power to defeat anything that comes up against you and this body of Christ. God is able and willing to do that. And more. If you're willing to step and and stand on faith. You have to stand fast. That's what he means by have your boots gird about in truth. Have your have your feet gird about in truth. Stand on the gospel. Stand on it. And when it comes, it, it comes time when you feel like you're gonna you're gonna fall. Stand some more. Stand some more. And that resilience, that that um that zeal, that zeal, that 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 um will to get over to push will get you into heaven. You will make it in because guess what? You'll be like Paul. I ran a good race and I fainted not. So I'm ready. Okay. Why do we receive power? It's because the Holy Ghost leads us into all truth. He'll he'll let you know, don't do that. Don't go there. Just like I I just told you. I believe with all my heart that a lot of people would have would have lived a full life if they would just had listened to what the Holy Spirit had unctioned in their spirit. If they would have just listened to what the Holy Spirit was telling the church, what the Holy Spirit was telling the man. Right? Wow. A very popular scripture and the Bible is um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. See, if we trust in the Lord with all of our heart, with all of our being, all the being in our body, and lean not to what we think is right, or wrong, but in all our ways, being all our ways, bringing them or bringing him to God, bringing up ourselves to God, letting the things that we have or the things that we need, letting God take care of them, baby, guess what he going to do? He going to show us which way to go about it. Okay, he going to show you which way to do. So live, he not, you're not going to worry about how I, if how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to do. You're not going to worry about none of that. Because God going to give a vision. He going to give the vision to he going to give you provision for the vision. So he going to make sure there's somebody in there to back you up, to help you out, to push you into to, to greatness, push you into the things that you need to do. Okay. Now, ver- um, number seven of that same chapter, right? It says of the same, I'm sorry, 
of the same chapter says, be not wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord. I'm sorry, fear, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Wow. That right there is very big to me because he is literally telling you, don't, don't think about what, don't worry about what you think. It's about what I think. Okay, depart from evil, depart from doing what you're doing, depart from doing the things that is not of me and take on the attributes of me. Let your decision to follow God be out of fear of God because you know hell is real. Make the decision to follow God. To be because you know, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't trying to bust hell wide open. Hmm. That was my decision. Who? And it's not, it's not just fear, but it's respect. It's reverence. Right? To deny yourself is to show respect to God. It's to reverence him. So let him know that you say yes. Yes to your will and yes to your way, Jesus. It's to say yes to your will and yes to your way of life, Lord God. It shows one of the fruits of the spirit. And that's self-control. That you know how to control yourself in every situation. Because guess what? I have I was able to deny myself. And even when it didn't feel good. God got me through. Even when I was not sure of myself. God got me through. Because I ain't looked to the left nor to the right. But I looked straight ahead. And I followed him and I followed that little still voice on the inside of me. Don't listen to that loud voice that over, tries to override everything. Listen to that still voice that's in the back in the background. Because that's God. That is God. See, we know. I'm sorry. See, we need. Mm, okay, now this way it get interesting for me. Okay, this when God took me. And he had me study Ruth. Okay. Look. It's, it's a, as I'm studying Ruth. Right. See. Ruth was so loyal to Naomi. Right. So even after the son died. And she was free. Because the law is. The law back then was. Once the. Once the. Husband has passed. You are free from the family. Now you can go back to your family. Because that's what the other wife did. Because Naomi lost both her sons and her husband. Okay. But see. Ruth was so loyal. To Naomi. That she was willing to. Even though she did not have to. Stay attached. She wanted to be attached. Because. She loved him. She loved her. Her love for God made her. I'm sorry. Her love for Naomi made her. Made her. 
want to see what kind of God she served. Right? It made Ruth want to follow her. Right? So we need to we need to have Ruth faith in Naomi in God. Let me explain. Ruth had so much love, respect, and faith in Naomi, she was willing to leave everything just to stay loyal to her mother-in-law. Ain't that, listen to that. She was willing to leave her family, the place where she knew is home, her religion, she lost everything. Naomi converted from her religion, right, to her mother-in-law's religion as they went from one country to another. She followed her from where she was comfortable to where she didn't know anything. And see, this is what we need to do to stay loyal to God. We must be willing to leave everything, family, love, money, drugs, etc. Whatever it is to keep us in the will of God, we need to do. We need to do. See, she was so loyal. God blessed her with a man, children, and, and favor in a new land. She even started to believe in Naomi's God. Ain't that what, we just, what I just talked about? She even believed in Naomi's God. So this is what we have to do with Jesus. We have to leave everything to follow him. Into a new land where he can bless you with the good things of God and the good things of life. He gives up. He gave up his life so you can have life and so that you can have it more abundantly. Come on and let's follow Christ. Let's follow him with all the things that we have. Let's follow him with all the love, with all our ideas, with all. Because look, if, if a person can sing, why sing for the world when there's a church house that needs your voice? If you can play piano and drums and the trumpet and the cello, why not? And the, the um, oh, what's the, the violin? Why not go to a church house and let God use that for his glory? We must raise our children up for the glory of God. And we have to stop letting them see this world as something fun. And we got to start showing our children the world for which it is. Full of the devil. I love y'all so much. I get very entertained when I be able to preach out the gospel, when I'm able to speak to y'all, when I'm, I'm able to tell y'all that I am truly grateful for each one of y'all who listen to my podcast. I am truly grateful that you want to hear more and that 
the the I'm growing from <laughs> from four to six, then seven to uh thirteen. Now seventeen, I am very grateful. It might not be much to to somebody, but as long as I'm saving souls, it's not about the number. It's about the soul. So, that being said, I love y'all, and I will see y'all next week on Tuesday. I will have another one out if God make um if God put an unction in my spirit to come and say something else or put another one out. I will. I will do so. Um, talk to me. Um, I think there's a place where y'all can comment and tell me, talk, tell me about yourselves and where y'all located. I would love to know. Well, have a blessed night. Good night.